Hi, I'm Lisa Metropolis with Kaiba Health and Life, and I'm very, very uh, enthused and, and very glad to be here today with Superintendent of Lake Fenton Schools, Julie Williams, and teacher at Lake Fenton Schools, Lisa Richards. Thank you both so much for being here. Our pleasure. Well, thank you for being there. Thank you for staying, you know, for staying in place and uh, and for staying safe and for staying there. Uh, I want to touch on you, Superintendent Williams. We just received information today from Governor Whitmer uh, here in the state of Michigan that school is now executive ordered to uh, be closed in-person classroom for the remainder of the classroom school year. Can you just walk us through uh, the last couple of weeks, what it's been for you, and uh, reiterate to us what this decision means for your school district and just kind of in, in general? Um, well, I think for everyone, it's just been so challenging with the unknown for families, for um, teachers, students, all of us. It certainly has been a, a journey that I have never been on before, um, nor have any of my colleagues. And um, I think we all knew this was coming. I mean, her order, our, the executive orders from our governor have consistently been about um, the safety of our community members and, and all of us in general, just the health and safety of Michiganders. And so I, I, I knew this was coming. Um, I think it was inevitable, but to see it on paper that it was finally, yes, it's, it's a decision. Um, was, was a little taken aback, but it's not something that we can't handle. If, if this is for what, what's best for the safety of our community members and our students and, and all those people at higher risk, then, then this is what we need to do. And as an educational institution, we'll step up and make sure that we can take care of our kids and provide some learning opportunities as we go through this together. Absolutely. Lisa, what were your thoughts today uh, as a teacher uh, in, in the Lake Fenton area? And I just kind of want to highlight a little bit, uh, let me backtrack a little bit. Um, if both of you can touch on Lake Fenton, the area, it, it does involve some rural areas, correct? Uh, very little. Very some, little. but very little, yeah. So Lisa, how was your, what was your reaction today? Well, I was grateful that I am in this district because we have one-to-one -one Chromebooks and we had in place a virtual learning experience that we've been doing with the children for the past couple of weeks. So I feel like we are at a good spot in order to stay in touch with our, our kids and our students. Yeah, uh, that leads me to the next point of the, the governor reiterated today that it was going to be left up to each school district uh, to be able to implement the learning, which means uh, it, it's, it's up to uh, your school district, uh, Superintendent Williams, to implement the one-to-one -one learning, perhaps um, making sure that each student is uh, insured with a Chromebook or with some kind of device, making sure the Wi-Fi is accessible and uh, making sure that those areas that maybe aren't accessible, uh, there's other possibilities for them. Have you thought about um, going back to uh, some type of books? I mean, you know, it, 
books, you know, what is a book? (laughs) Got my English teacher down in the corner saying, I love books, but um, fortunately on my my, uh, flip grid. So that is one way. Yeah. So fortunately for us, as Lisa mentioned, we're, we are one-to-one in grades three through 12. um, But the Chromebooks had not gone home with students in grades three, five. So we disassembled those carts, deployed Chromebooks, Um, we've been able to deploy in grades K through 12 now uh, to any family that did not have at least one device in their home. We've made sure that that they do. So we have over 2000 devices out in the community. And then we did purchase additional hotspots because we knew that we had families that did not have access to internet. So we are well ahead of the game um, with regard to those stipulations that were in in her order, um, we already had that in place, and our teachers have been phenomenal in delivering content and connecting with kids uh, for the two weeks prior to to this one. Because this week is spring break for us. <laughs> if right. I know people wonder how can it be spring break, you you haven't been in school, but our teachers needed a down week too. So, um, so we have addressed that. We also did do some paper copies. Um, some people just need that visual in front of them, and so those were available for pickup and distribution to our families as well. And we will continue with those opportunities for our kids. Superintendent Williams, one of the big questions for our high schoolers throughout the state, especially our seniors, uh, is, is, is there an opportunity? Have you discussed, have you thought about what are your thoughts on uh, an opportunity for a commencement uh, going forward after the executive order is lifted. Uh, have you thought about some kind of uh, way to 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 celebrate uh, that uh, achievement in person, publicly, mm-hmm. after the executive order? If there's a part of this that could bring me to tears, it's about our our seniors leaving, and that thought that wow, <laughs> that they would leave without that opportunity to celebrate with all of their accomplishments. Uh, just had a two-hour conference call prior to this one, a Zoom call with our administrative team, and talked about what can we do, um, because based on her new, there was another executive order about 70 days, um, you know, expanding that disaster relief uh, for 70 days. That takes us into mid-June, which is well past our graduation date of May 31st, and Um, frankly, when I listened to her talk today, it didn't sound very promising that she thought groups would be back together any time before graduation because she referenced her own child's graduation not happening. So we are getting those creative juices flowing, trying to come up with a way um, to honor our kids. And without trying to give away any of our ideas, I will tell you that I'm, we will have something Something will be in place to honor our students. They they probably won't all be together in a you know a, that formal type of ceremony, but it will not go unnoticed. And I know that districts across the state are struggling with the same ideas. Um, maybe pushing it back to the fall and having a graduation ceremony. Um, maybe something over the summer. So I think any there will be a, a lot of opportunities out there, a lot of creativity and how to recognize kids um, because you know, we're an education for the kids and to have them walk away and start another chapter in their life without ending this one properly just doesn't sit well with any of us. Superintendent, thank you so much for that insight. I think it's so important to recognize the fact that 
I, this is, is, is not only just logistics uh, for our, our frontline workers, uh, I would put teachers uh, and school officials in, in that category as well, because this is a, is a very emotional uh, yeah. It's a very emotional experience, uh, unprecedented emotional experience, uh, having to deal with uh, not just your own children, but everyone else's children in your district, in your care. And this goes across the board. This goes for our teachers. Uh, I know, Lisa, uh, you have, uh, you're very close with your students. Uh, I follow your uh, social media. You have an incredible Instagram where every uh, weekly you are posting new books for uh, not just your students, but students all over the state, uh, all over the country, really, because your Instagram is open uh, in anywhere that they can read these books. You put wonderful descriptions. And uh, I, I know that this is very close to home for you as well, as far as being very emotional. How are you dealing with that uh, because you have to be there for other people's children. And now, now it's even more intense. I think that reaching out to people daily is, is very important because people need to know that you're still there for them, that you um, still want to educate those children and want to keep in touch with them because um, when people social distance for safety, we still need to have emotional closeness. So I just want to make sure that I'm trying to reach as big as audience as I can and be a positive influence that way. Lisa, what are some of the creative ways you have come up with recently to reach out to your students? I know you have Zoom. I know you have the social media. And just knowing you uh, as a person and how I know you, I know your creative juices flow 24-7. So what are some other creative ways that you've come up with to really connect with the students, to keep them engaged? Well, I think this is more important than ever. Right. We've got a great um, school district and we all um, share ideas and we share information. And one thing that we are all doing is Thursdays and Tuesdays, Tuesdays and Thursdays, we connect through Google Meet and um, it's through Google Classroom. And we have open office hours and we can actually see the children. They can call in during that time and we can talk to them face-to-face -face, much like we're doing now but on a safe um, classroom environment. And so that's something that our whole district is doing. We use a, as many tools as we can, um, Screencastify and Flipgrid and virtual tools. We're, we're doing basically a, a gigantic PD on virtual learning and we're sharing our the good and the bad, and we just keep going every day. Have you, uh, Superintendent Williams, uh, this is a question for both of you, uh, Superintendent Williams, for you all encompassing in your area, uh, in your district, have you thought about uh, the review, the going forward in uh, this curriculum? Is it going to be a review of what has already taken place during the school year uh, for the remainder of the year? Or will there be new curriculum? Are there going to be guidelines? Or do you think maybe you'll leave that up to the teachers? Um, well, I think what our teachers have done thus far is provide a little bit of both. Okay. Um, because we were coming up on the end of a marking period. 
So they allowed students to make up any missing assignments that they had prior to the executive order uh, putting us out the first time. And then with the, this week break, um, I see teachers coming back on Monday with something new for the kids. Um, I, I just, our teachers are phenomenal. I can't say enough good about the teachers here in Lake Fenton and how blessed and fortunate we've been um, to have them on the front lines because they are, they're connecting with kids and, and I think they'll deliver new opportunities um, for learning across the board, K-12. Absolutely. Lisa, have you uh, given thought to that curriculum for you in combining, are you thinking of combining what your, your previous review as opposed in, in going forward into new curriculum as well? I, I think that Julie hit the nail on the head because um, our team is constantly talking about what we're going to do next and planning together. And we are going to just keep going as far as we can and provide extra support to those that need it. It might be a little bit slower paced or differently paced, but we're gonna still do the best we can to educate the children in the best way we know how at this moment. Absolutely, and that's the thing is that it's it's a it's a different uh, scenario every day. Uh, we're getting handed something uh, new information every day. And uh, one of the big pieces also to this puzzle that I just, I wanted to touch on and get both of your thoughts on uh, for our special needs students, uh, going forward, students that are in IEPs uh, and, and might need a little more help. Is there uh, any talk of any additional funding for uh, remote learning through that? And uh, is there uh, a, a separate type of, curriculum that will be handled for, for that area? And I don't know any answer to that one, so I'm not sure if Julie does either, but that is definitely a question a lot of people do have. Right. Yeah, I, I haven't seen any separate funding come through. Um, I know that there's been some controversy in this area um, with one, uh, you know, the MDE released a memo not long after the first shutdown saying that we couldn't provide education um, you know, and be grading assignments unless we were meeting all of the needs of the IEP. And then quickly, the um, special education world, uh, you know, they came, their voices got a little louder saying, wait a minute, don't blame us and say that we're the reason you're not providing an education to students. Um, we believed from the beginning we needed to be able to provide an education to everyone. We weren't going to use that as an excuse. Um, and we've uh, just... I think our teachers, again, have done a great job reaching out. The special ed teachers are reaching out individually to their, the students on their caseloads. They're providing lessons to those students. Um, and that was one of our conversations with my admin team about let's, we got to step up our efforts in this area, make those connections, reevaluate those IEPs. So, um, and I know that's a conversation for superintendents across the state as well, is how do we continue to meet the needs of those students um, that do have those special um, areas of need. You have been phenomenal in being able to continue to provide a sense of togetherness, uh, both of you, your whole team. Uh, Superintendent Williams, have you been working with other superintendents throughout the state? Have you have you reached out? Have you talked to them? Uh, is there a collaboration among different districts uh, to exchange information? Uh, is has has that communication happened? 
Um, there has been communication uh, mostly within our county. I work very closely with the superintendents from Fenton and Linden. Um, we're in constant communication, either, even some of the other schools within Genesee County. Um, outside of our county, there hasn't been as much conversation. Uh, you know, we've participated in town halls together or conference calls together, perhaps. Um, but as far as sharing um, information, I there there hasn't been a ton because everybody's in such a different place. You know, we've we've shared this is what we're doing, um, but we. I always walk cautiously because we are in such a different place than many of our counterparts. And like I said previously, I feel blessed for that because it's because of this, our generous community and, you know, just things that we, we have here that they don't have in other areas. So I try to stay cognizant of that, offer assistance when we can, but also understanding that, that we have a very different platform to work from and, and our teachers were prepared for that. Um, so in some districts, teachers aren't prepared for that on learning, online learning platform. Um, so we have sent some resources to say this is what we use. Um, so we have shared with regard to that. That is absolutely wonderful. It just uh, reiterates your need and your want to uh, unify everyone together in this area, in this crisis. Uh, Lisa, how... Are you, how are you feeling uh, today and in the last couple of weeks when you sit with this, uh, how are you feeling personally? Are you, are you optimistic? Uh, I know you have, have been so calm. You've been such a light for so many people. Um, And are are, are you optimistic about how, uh, when this is over, are you optimistic about the, how this will play out for the state, for the country? Well, generally, I am an optimistic person. So I try to stay upbeat. I try to look at the bright side of things. But however, you have to be real about what's going to happen. And you can't see the future. So all we have to do right now is do the best we can in the moment. And uh, just keep on, you know, education first, communities first, and keep talking to people, even if you can't see them, you can't go out and meet them, just make sure that you connect with them. So that's, that's what I'm optimistic about. Thank you so much. Uh, Superintendent Williams, uh, what is your outlook uh, to, to, to end with? What is your outlook here uh, in, in your optimism? Uh, what is your outlook for uh, the, the rest of the dealing with this uh, giving hope to people, uh, what would you say? I, well, we we are a very resilient nation. Um, you know, when it comes to challenges as a nation, we've certainly had multiple times that we've dealt with those, and we always come together uh, for the good of our communities and for the good of our country. And I think for the state of Michigan, um, this this is a huge learning opportunity for all of us about educating our kids. And we're learning different ways to connect with our kids and our kids are learning. I mean, they're learning about something global. I mean, this is something in their lifetime that they will have experienced and have knowledge about that. It's really, it's an amazing, it's a crisis, but it's amazing to see it unfold in the, uh, the steps that people are taking and our governors of all of the states and our president 
um, just to try to protect our nation and how a nation is coming together to help people and, you know, pop up hospitals around. And so as much as I want to continue educating our kids, there's a balance. And I think that's one of the things that we're going to learn through all of this is that there's a balance. There's a balance with education and understanding that there is a crisis taking place in our country and in our state and that people are stressed um, because they're unemployed and um, we're just here to support. I, I want to be here to support our kids, to support our teachers um, and our families. And I think in the long haul, we'll be okay. Um, it, it's going to be tough because it's different from what we're used to. It's a challenge. Um, but like I said, we are very resilient um, nation. And I, I think we'll be fine when this is when the dust settles. Superintendent Williams and Lisa Richards from Lake Fenton School District. Thank you both so very much for your time. Uh, again, I know you're both being pulled in several different directions, and I know this is uh, a, a very uh, incredible time for both of you, and I appreciate you coming on and sharing with us uh, your thoughts and your direction. We are, uh, as a community, as a district, as a county, uh, as a state, and a nation, we are so happy. We're, we're, we are so blessed to be able to have people like you at the helm uh, of leading uh, this crisis for our children and their education. Uh, you have done so much. Thank you both so much for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, thank you, Lisa, for tackling this difficult subject right now. I am Lisa Metropolis for Kaiba Health and Life, a global impact with a local imprint, and we'll be back soon.